the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. We're told here that God judged Israel because the leadership of the nation had become corrupt. The prophets and the priests. Now the prophets represented God to the people. The priests represented the people to God. And they both were corrupt. Uh, They both were filled with iniquity and sin. The leadership of the nation had lost the fear of God. The nation of Israel in the ancient world seemed indestructible. It was powerful and beautiful and protected by an almighty God. However, as Pastor Dan points out today, even seemingly indestructible nations will fall if it turns its back on God. In graciousness, God warned His people to turn back to Him, but they continued to reject Him. The consequence of this rebellion was that God lifted His hand of blessing and protection from His people. The nation faced difficulty and hardship because they turned away from God. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Lamentations chapter 4 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. going to be in Lamentations chapter 4. You want to turn there in your Bible for me? Well, uh, just as a reminder, Lamentations was written by the prophet Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah wrote Lamentations immediately after the destruction of Jerusalem by the Babylonians. And he is in the city of Jerusalem. He is in the midst of all of the destruction uh, and he, he writes Lamentations. The book of Lamentations is made up of five laments or five dirges or five funeral songs as he laments over the destruction of the city of Jerusalem. And so you can picture in your mind the prophet Jeremiah walking through the streets of Jerusalem. Remember the Babylonians uh, literally tore it down to the ground. They burned it. The temple's destroyed. All of the houses are burned. The king's palace is destroyed. Uh, people are suffering. And uh, Jeremiah is just walking through the ruins of the city, uh, lamenting, brokenhearted over what he sees. And he writes these laments that we know as lamentations. Uh, and he, he uses very graphic uh, language, you know, to describe the scene, a very heartbreaking scene in the city of Jerusalem. Uh, so chapter four, beginning in verse one, Jeremiah says, how the gold has become dim, how changed the fine gold, the stones of the sanctuary are scattered at the head of every 
street. And I, I think what Jeremiah is referring to here uh, are the, the precious stones, the gemstones uh, that were in the garments of the high priest, like, for example, in the breastplate of the high priest. The word that he uses here for stones, the stones of the sanctuary, it's referring to gemstones. It's not referring to building stones. Uh, if you have, uh, I believe, the New International Version, it mentions gemstones there. A couple other translations also use the word gemstones. So the, so the gemstones that were on the high priest's outfit, uh, the gemstones of the sanctuary, the precious stones, are scattered in the streets. You know, back in 2011, archaeologists were excavating in the city of Jerusalem and they made a very incredible discovery. Uh, They excavated down to the layer of uh, Herod's temple, the temple that Jesus uh, went to uh, during the time of Jesus that was destroyed by the Romans in 70 AD. And they found in the city, uh, they actually found a bell. Uh, that is believed to be a bell off of the high priest's garment. Uh, We're told in in the book of Exodus, chapter 28, that the high priest's garment had golden bells sewn into the the hem of the garment. And they found one of the bells in a drainage shaft leading out of the city. They know that many people in Jerusalem tried to escape the destruction of, through the drainage shaft, and they excavated in the drainage shaft, and they found one of the bells from the high priest's garment. It's a little golden bell. Archaeologists, the bell still works, by the way, and archaeologists actually made a recording of the the ringing of this bell, and you can go online and you can listen to uh, the, the high priest's bell as it would have sounded in the days of Jesus. And you know, and, and here, it's a different temple. It's an earlier temple. It's Solomon's temple that is destroyed. Uh, but as the people are fleeing the city, uh, the sacred stones, the precious stones from the temple were scattered in the streets after the destruction of, of the temple. Uh, it goes on in verse 2 to say, The precious sons of Zion... Valuable as fine gold, how they are regarded as clay pots, the work of the hands of the potter. You know, a a nation's most precious possession are the people of that nation. The, The people of Jerusalem were as valuable as fine gold, but they are now treated as clay pots. What does that mean? Well, according to Leviticus in the Old Testament law, when a clay pot became defiled or unclean, you discarded it. You, you, you broke it. You smashed it. Uh, and, and here he's describing the people of the city of, of Jerusalem as clay pots. Back in chapter 2, verse 21, Jeremiah described the people lying on the ground in the city. Uh, just discard it on the street, discard it on the ground like clay pots that have been discarded. Verse three says, even the jackals present their breasts to nurse their young. But the daughter of my people is cruel 
like ostriches in the wilderness. He's saying here that even a wild animal takes care of its young and feeds its young. But the daughters of Jerusalem aren't feeding their children. He says they are like ostriches in in the wilderness. They're, They're cruel like ostriches in the wilderness. Now that's a comparison that is is lost on us uh, living today. But I did a little bit of reading about ostriches yesterday. Uh, you know, with, the, with all the downtime, you can spend some time reading about the habits of ostriches. Uh, so I read about ostriches yesterday. Ostriches lay their eggs in a nest on the ground. You may have known that. Uh, but they will also um, sometimes desert their, their nest and desert their eggs. Uh, they will also at times desert their young uh, right after their, their youngs hatch and they just abandon them. Uh, and that's what the women of Jerusalem were doing. The women of Jerusalem were just abandoning their children, their infant children in the streets. You know, th- this is why Jeremiah is lamenting as he's walking through the streets of Jerusalem and he's seeing the suffering and he's seeing uh, just how, how people are abandoning their children, abandoning their infants, just leaving them there on the streets like an ostrich abandons her young. And it's devastating. It's devastating for Jeremiah to see this. The tongue of the infant clings to the roof of its mouth for thirst. The young children ask for bread, but no one breaks it for them. Those who ate delicacies are desolate in the streets. Those who were brought up in in scarlet embrace ash heaps. Those who were once wealthy and lived in luxury, they now beg in the streets and they embrace ash heaps. It's talking about the the, the garbage dump. They're, They're living in the garbage dump of the city. The punishment of the iniquity of the daughters of my people is greater than the punishment of the sin of Sodom, which was overthrown in a moment with no hand to help her. Sodom was destroyed in a moment. If you remember the story from the book of Genesis, God rained uh, fire and brimstone down upon the city, destroying it. Uh, If you remember the account, the two angels even had to uh, grab Lot and his family by the hand and and lead them out of the city as the fire of God's judgment was falling upon uh, the city. And they barely made it out before destruction came. And and here he's contrasting the way that God judged Sodom with the way that God has judged Jerusalem Uh, With the judgment of Jerusalem, the Babylonians laid siege to that city for 18 to 30 months. Uh, And and so it went on for a couple years with the siege. And then you have the aftermath of the siege. The destruction of Sodom was at, at least quick compared to what has happened in Jerusalem. Her Nazarites were brighter than snow and whiter than milk. They were more ruddy in body than rubies, like sapphire in their appearance. Now their appearance is blacker than soot. They go unrecognized in the streets. Their skin 
clings to their bones. It has become as dry as wood. Those slain by the sword are better off than those who die of hunger, for they pine away stricken for lack of the fruits of the field. You know, he says here, people that were killed by the sword were actually better off than those that lived and had to uh, starve and suffer under the conditions. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. The hands of the compassionate woman would have cooked their own children. They became food for them in the destruction of the daughter of my people. And we've, we've commented on this before in an earlier study, but this was just the the gruesome reality of the situation in Jerusalem after the destruction. This is how desperate things were in the city. Verse 11 says, The Lord has fulfilled His fury. He has poured out His fierce anger. He kindled a fire in Zion, and it has devoured its foundations. The kings of the earth And all inhabitants of the world would not have believed that the adversary and the enemy could enter the gates of Jerusalem. He says in verse 12, the world could not believe Jerusalem was destroyed. It was one of the great capitals of the ancient world, the ancient temple that was in Jerusalem Uh, was considered one of the wonders of the ancient world. And and people just could not believe that the city was completely destroyed. You know, three months ago, uh, if, if you would have told somebody that in three months, the entire nation would be under a stay at home order, most businesses would be closed, churches would not be meeting, unemployment would skyrocket, the stock market would fall, oil, oil prices would drop into the negatives, down to negative $37 a barrel. If you would have told somebody that three months ago, they would not have believed you. It would seem just impossible that in three months, all of that could happen. But it has And for the people in the ancient world, it seemed impossible that Jerusalem would ever be destroyed and burned to the ground and that the temple would be gone. Impossible. But it happened. Verse 13 goes on to tell us the reason for this judgment. Look at what verse 13 says. Because of the sins 
of her prophets and the iniquities of her priests who shed in her midst the blood of the just. They wandered blind in the streets. They have defiled themselves with blood so that no one would touch their garments. We're we're told here that God judged Israel because the leadership of the nation had become corrupt, the prophets and the priests. Now, the prophets represented God to the people. The priests represented the people to God. And they both were corrupt. Uh, They both were filled with iniquity and sin. The leadership of the nation had lost the fear of God. God warned them for, for decades, literally, to repent and turn back to Him. But they ignored the warnings. The leadership of the nation ignored the warnings. And so God finally brought judgment upon the nation because of the leaders. Because of the corruption of the leadership of the nation. Now, that doesn't mean that the people were completely innocent. That they were innocent bystanders. Back in the book of Jeremiah, in Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 31, we're told the prophets prophesy falsely and the priests rule by their own power and my people love to have it so. Understand, the people of the nation knew that their leaders were corrupt and they were just okay with that. They love to have it so. Verse 13 tells us the leaders shed innocent blood. Verse 14 says they, they, were, they were blind. Remember, Jesus accused the leaders of his day of being blind guides leading the blind. The leaders of the nation were so corrupt and defiled, it says here that no one would touch them. Verse 15, the people cried out to the leaders, go away, unclean, go away, go away, don't touch us. The people treated the leaders of their nation like they were lepers. The people wanted nothing to do with them. They they didn't want the leaders of the nation involved in their lives. They wanted the leaders of the nation to just leave them alone. They cried out to them, go away, unclean, unclean. Go away, go away, do not touch us. And when they fled and wandered, those among the nations said, they shall no longer dwell here. The face of the Lord scattered them. He no longer regards them. The people, look what it says, the people do not respect the priests nor show favor to the elders. Here's what happened in the nation of Judah. The leadership of the nation became so corrupt and so defiled that the people of the nation lost all respect for their leaders. The the leadership of the nation was a joke to the people. And the people lost their respect for the leadership. Verse 17, still our eyes failed us, watching vainly for our help. In our watching, we watched for a nation That could not save us. Judah looked to other nations to save them. But they didn't look to God for help. 
God promised that if they would humbly pray and seek his face and turn from their wicked ways, that he will hear their prayer in heaven and he will forgive their sins and heal their land. But, but they weren't even willing to try. They weren't even willing to seek the Lord. They, they, were, they were looking to other nations to come and help them and bail them out and save them. They never thought to look to God. To turn to God. You know, I think about what's going on in, in our nation right now. What's going on really all over the world right now. And who are, who are we looking to to save us? Who are we looking to to get us out of it? Who are we looking to to rescue us? To help us? Are we looking to the Lord? Are we praying and seeking God? Or are we looking to the government to bail us out? Or are we praying? Look at verse 18. They tracked our steps so that we could not walk in our streets. Our end was near. Our days were over for our end had come. Our our pursuers were swifter than the eagles of the heavens. They pursued us on the mountains and lay in wait for us in the wilderness. Now, typically, the two places of escape for the people of Judah were the mountains or the wilderness, the desert. Uh, Because the terrain was so difficult, the environment was so difficult in the mountains and in the wilderness uh, that the enemies typically would not pursue them. There, So they could take refuge in the mountains. They could take refuge in, in the wilderness and find safety there. But we're told in verse 19 that they pursued us on the mountains. They lay in wait for us in the wilderness. In, in other words, there was no place of refuge. There, there was no place they could go to, to escape their enemy. They're... they're their old places of refuge no longer worked. Verse 20. The breath of our nostrils, the anointed of the Lord was caught in their pits of whom we said under his shadow, we shall live among the nations. Now, this is a reference to King Zedekiah, the anointed of the Lord. King Zedekiah was the last king of Judah before the fall to Babylon. And the people of Judah, they trusted in Zedekiah for protection. Uh, They they looked to him and they said, under his shadow, we shall live among the nations. Under his shadow, we shall be safe. And they looked to Zedekiah to be their, their rescuer and their Deliverer, And if you remember the story from the end of the book of Jeremiah, when the Babylonians laid siege to the city of Jerusalem, Zedekiah fled. He took his family and he fled out of the city. The Babylonians pursued him and they captured him in the plains of Jericho. They executed his sons and they carried him off to Babylon as a prisoner. The one that they trusted in failed them. The one that they trusted in failed them. You know, Psalm 118 verse 8 says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. 
That's all we have time for today on Ring of Truth. Thanks for joining us as we learn from the Book of Lamentations together. This book can be complex, but the writer was very clear when he wrote that the Lord is faithful even in the midst of trials and tribulations. Put your hope in the living God, and He will meet you where you're at. If you'd like to hear this message again or more teachings from Pastor Dan, we invite you to visit our website, calvaryec.com. There you'll have access to our library of previous messages, available to listen to online or download to take with you on the go. That website again is calvaryec.com. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Each time we post a new teaching, you'll get a notification and be able to listen right away. We'd like to take a moment to ask you to partner with us as we continue to build this ministry. God is using programs like Ring of Truth to share the message of the gospel through a virtual mission field. Now, more than ever, people are being reached through radio and online teachings. We're so glad we can be a part of it, and we're eager to see where God will take us next. Would you join us in seeking God's will for this ministry? We know God listens to the prayers of His people, and we appreciate you partnering with us in this way. Thanks for joining us today. In our next edition, Pastor Dan will continue teaching verse by verse through the book of Lamentations, right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice and it only takes It's true.